Welcome to Real Talk. I'm Mikkel. He's Joe, and we're gonna get a little awkward today. <laughs> Please, let's not. <laughs> How you feeling over there? How I, I after you say we're gonna get awkward, I feel <laughs> kind feel? of awkward. Okay. Like I'm gonna Good. I wonder what she's going to say to make this perfect. Awkward. Well, you know, we're in the middle of this sermon series, Awkward Cousin, loving the uncomfortable. A couple weeks ago, you did a sermon on loving your ex. Yes. So I want to talk about breakups today. I want. Ooh. You to take us back to middle school, high school, maybe college, and tell me about an awkward breakup. Like, what is one of the most weirdest random reasons? Either you broke up with someone or someone broke up with you. With a girl? Hopefully. <laughs> I'm just clarifying. I didn't know if you meant like a romantic breakup. Is that, are we talking about yeah, romance? Yeah, let's keep this like girlfriends oh. of Hensler past. Oh, I, you know what? I, I didn't really have a lot. Oh. I didn't have a lot of girlfriends. So you were so, selective. That's good. That's a, you know, very well spun. Uh, I don't know. High school was kind of just awkward, right? So I think I, I dated a girl in freshman year in high school and broke up with her. And that was probably because I was bored or I was like not sure why we were in this. I think I was broken up with more times than I broke up. You agreed with all the reasons they broke up with you? Nothing I don't think, nothing I don't random know, in there. college, but yeah, college, really hard breakup when I thought I was gonna get married to this young woman and she broke up with me. That was really hard. That was really awkward because everything was set. It was like yeah. my plan and my life, everything was, and that was bad, I thought. I thought my life was over. That was awkward. That was that, that's what you're looking for, something Really fun, so like light. that. <laughs> Lighthearted. <laughs> you have awkward breakups? I have some. I mean, okay, so there was. I'm going to take you back to fourth grade. <laughs> oh, gosh. That's a, do girls in fourth grade? I mean, yeah. okay, keep going. See, I think in fourth grade, there was like when you had all those serious relationships that lasted like two or three or four days. Okay, keep going. So, Bruce and I were together for a good, solid. Two, two and a half days. And then he made this decision, and I knew right then and there, <laughs> this isn't going to last. I have to end this relationship. What did Bruce do? Bruce wore sweatpants to school. Oh! <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's just... I mean, listen, I'm fine with, like, comfy casual, but these were... I think comfy casual, and I think... Baggy. Bruce? These sweatpants were tight and I was 10. <laughs> and my eyes hurt. And I still don't know that I recovered from it. So did you immediately go into this awkward moment with Bruce and say, it's over? It was, yeah, it was over by recess. This is awkward. Poor Bruce. I mean, Bruce I just might hope... right now be on I... eHarmony still. <laughs> And never Bruce, if will you were watching, wear... please size up. Size up when you go comfy oh, casual. <laughs> yes. Did you notice the direction that I go with these things? In the dire... Yes. Okay. Yeah, that would be awkward. Bruce wearing tight sweatpants. Okay. So you talked about loving your ex, and you made it all-encompassing, right? Not just about spouses, boyfriends, mm -hmm. girlfriends. We're talking ex-bosses. We're talking ex-friends. Mm -hmm. I think you even talked about ex-small group leader mm -hmm. or members. Or people. I think God clearly calls us to love the uncomfortable, to love the mm -hmm. awkward, and yet he also calls us to set healthy boundaries. Yes. So I want to talk about that. How do we know when it's time to end a relationship? And I think 
sometimes it is really obvious. Sometimes those flags are really, really bright red. Certainly mm -hmm. any time that you don't feel safe, if there's mm -hmm. sexual abuse, physical abuse, mm -hmm. those flags seem bright red. Yeah. What are some of the red flags we should be looking for that don't seem so obvious? So it's interesting to think about, right? Like, if, if it's not in the category of illegal, yeah. violent abuse, put that over here. And then, okay, is there a category that we should end a relationship with someone and back away? This isn't awkward, right? Like, you're not talking about, like, this is uncomfortable because we see differently. But it's, like, really making a decision to say, I think this relationship, this friendship or this marriage is over. Yeah, and being able to walk away confidently that you knew you did the right thing. Oh, that's a that light. There's no that's, shame in that. That's pretty, that's pretty light topic, light question. Thank you for that. That's, Mikael, let me put it back on you. Like, what do you think it would, I, you know, I think there's some things that pop quick in my mind of, you know, trust. I talked about that in that mm -hmm. sermon, that there's times that when someone breaks trust, and keeps breaking trust and say, they say they're sorry and they really begin to change, but then they go back to the same thing over and over and over and over again. I mean, it gets to a point where, out, again, outside of violence or illegalities, sure. but they say one thing and they do another. I mean, there could be a time to and something. I mean, that least would be a flag to go, should I be considering this? Yeah. Probably another one that jumps into my mind is when the general pursuits of life are really diverging, right? And so sometimes we get into relationships, friendship or romance, and we kind of have uh, rose-colored glasses mm -hmm. about relationships. And so we put on these glasses and we think, oh, for sure he will follow these same principles for life or you know, we're kind of loosely both grew up in Christian homes or we both thought we wanted kids or yeah. you know like some things yeah. that it's like oh we're on totally different pages I wouldn't think that that automatically says hit the eject button but those are places to lead into conversations mm -hmm. to find out okay can we come to some unity on some of this and if you keep bringing it up keep bringing it up keep bringing it up and you can't yeah and are you changing together because we all change we all start out here and as we mature we all change are you changing together are you completely losing your identity in that person and i mean i guess again clarifying question you're talking about a romantic like we're dating or we're married? I'd say I'd say any relationship, even like I think that there are friendships that need to end at some point. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. yeah, but certainly there is, it's different whether you're dating yeah. or even engaged versus if yeah. you're married. I mean, I've had some interesting conversations with people that are engaged and have encouraged people that I do their weddings and say, you know, until you're married, you're not married. Exactly. And just because you send out announcements doesn't mean it's too late. Yeah, and I've been in some situations where we've helped navigate, help some couples navigate backing out of an engagement. And in some ways, that's so socially unacceptable. But if, if there's something clear enough in your life and in your mind and heart where you look at this person and you thought one thing, and then as you went down the road, even close to getting married, and you find out they're on a different page than you, 
boy, stop where you are, yeah. slow down. No amount of cultural pressure of an engagement announcement or a wedding planned is worth committing your life to someone where you know before you even start. You're on totally different pages about this. Yeah. It's hard. That's hard stuff. But I, I do think it, it revolves around big picture things where you're like on a totally different page. Like I think of some friendships that I've had where, I mean, maybe this is really simple, over simple, but like people that want to get drunk all the time. It's like they, they're in party relationships or friendships with people and it's like alcohol is the primary thing in the relationship. And if we're not drinking together and drinking to excess together, mm-hmm. well, that's caused me and my some relationships to slowly back out. Yeah. Because I, I don't mind a good drink. You know, make me an old fashioned. I'm as happy as can be. But when my relationship or the circles of friends become like there's something so important that I like, I don't feel comfortable. Yeah, but that's the focal point. Like the focal point, right? And so think of different situations where, you know, entertainment things, things that we do for entertainment or hobbies, where it's like, it's not, it's totally not me or not what I pursue or value. Those are times to start asking the question, is this a relationship where I should back away slowly and see if maybe this relationship should end or could end if we're not talking about it and kind of growing together through it. I have a friend that like that likes to do that stuff and we just know that we just don't do that stuff together. And it's mm-hmm. like, it doesn't make our relationship awkward. We've named it and we just kind of... And he respects that yeah, too. Yes. So there's there's that piece of it too that In you can ways, agree like, to... Yeah, agree to disagree and then, yeah. then it's not awkward. I don't know. Yeah, I think of the verse from Proverbs, iron sharpens iron. And hopefully we all have those relationships in our life that... We make each other better and we make each other sharper and we're pointing each other to Jesus. And probably not every relationship we have is going to look like that. But I see the red flag is when spending time with that person is actually making you duller. Like, And again, I think that there are really obvious red flags and then ones that aren't so obvious. So certainly every time you hang out that person, if you find yourself the next day saying, and every time we're together, I drink too much. Or every time we're together, it turns into a gossip session. Those mm-hmm. are probably easy red flags to spot. But what if it looks like this, that just because you spent time with that person and you're not falling into the same trap that they are, you're not sliding mm-hmm. into the same bad habits that they are, but by the time you get home, you need a good 60 minutes to vent to your best friend or to your spouse because you're so frustrated by the time that you're spending with them. Like, that's not healthy either. And so, you know, just weighing, is this relationship life-giving or is it literally sucking the life out of you? And again, I think something you hit on there too, is it, is it continual? Is Mm -hmm. it every single time that you're frustrated and not getting anything out of this? I like the way you position that duller. Like, am I, if I, am I better because of this relationship? Or at some point, am I actually going backwards? Right. And or, wow, not even negative, but just like I have to process out loud the experience we're interacting with this friend. Right. Are you losing your identity? Are you losing what you want to be grounded in for the sake of this relationship? And I think it's fair to say, I don't know. I mean, push on me on this. This happens in Christian relationships. Absolutely. Like it doesn't, this isn't necessarily, we're not necessarily talking about even sinful things. Just like maybe sometimes drama or totally different life pursuits or hobbies 
where it's like it's okay to back up and not have a relationship with someone anymore. Right. I mean, can you break up with a friend? I think there are graceful ways to do that, yeah. Right? Yeah, and just recognizing that there needs to be space. And maybe it's not even permanently, but maybe for the sake of saving a relationship, you do need to back up. And, you know, it's not sinful or wrong to say we used to be close and we're not close anymore. And, and, And not even necessarily have a tangible thing to why, just to be able to name it and go, you know, we were and we drifted apart and we're in a different place and... You still love that person, you can still pray for that person, but you're not an active part of each other's lives. And I I almost feel like there's there's no categories for that in a lot of Christian circles where it's almost like that, that's not acceptable. Like, why why not? I mean, I don't know, I guess I'm not sure I have to go sit down with my friend and go, I think it's time for us to break up. But it, it is sort of backing away slowly and... Yeah, certain friends who text you and used to be like you responded a certain way. And it's like, and if they ask a direct question, you say, you know what? I, I don't know. We've changed and life's changed and it's okay. And I love you and I care yeah. about you, but life's changed. And I think it's worth saying too that God is not telling us that if someone isn't 100% life giving and bringing mm-hmm. you joy 110% of the time, that that's a sign you need to cut that relationship mm-hmm. and end it too. I think that God definitely wants the best for us and he mm-hmm. definitely wants us to grow. That is part of being the best of mm-hmm. who we can be. So yeah. he is going to put some difficult relationships mm-hmm. in our life. And for the same reason that we want people pouring into us, sometimes mm-hmm. it's time for us to pour into others. Yeah. And this probably sounds contradictory. Tell me how you hear this. I feel like in some of those situations, when you are in those difficult relationships, or maybe it's not even difficult that way, but You've had someone pouring into you. You're pouring into someone else. You're coaching someone mm-hmm. else. Sometimes that can be exhausting too, mm-hmm. and yet it can also be life-giving at the same time. Yeah. Right? Abs- oh, absolutely. So we have relationships that are symbiotic, right? So it's like I'm giving and taking from people. Absolutely. But I, I wonder if some of it is we all have circles of relationships, right? So at the widest circle, should we have people in our lives that are awkward and we learn to love and lean into? Of course. Right, but as those center circles get closer and closer into my really core group of relationships, and those who only, are having the most influence, yeah, like back and forth, I only have so much time and energy. Yeah, I mean, right? And so, if we had endless time and energy, then things would be different. But I only have so much time and energy, and so as those circles get closer and closer, and friendships and relationships, like especially a romantic relationship. Obviously, there's a give and take, and we're both growing back and forth. And you can't just hit the eject button because it's awkward or we're going in separate directions. But outside of, like, a marriage covenant, I mean, we, we have to There's space. have a realistic view of I only have so much to give and take. I can only receive so much and give so much, and so we have to be selective with our relationships. Am I getting sharper because yeah. of this friendship, or is it depleting me and subtracting me to a point where it's like, I, I, I hate hanging out with that person anymore. Right. Yeah, and just taking time to 
not be afraid to evaluate the yeah. relationships that you're investing in yeah. and, and pouring your life and your time and time away from family and time away from friends. Yeah, I mean, I want to add the disclaimer as you did already. It's like none of this is if there's no return on investment. Like be so pr pragmatic right. about every relationship. Like no, but you have this pattern of interacting with this person. And if it's somebody you're dating, like, do you think it's going to change when you get married? No, it's not going to change. So if you, like, have that sense before you even get married, like, slow down. Yeah. Reevaluate. Maybe hit the eject button because there are too many people that are married today that felt certain things before they even got married that they should have been told. Relax. Why are you going so fast? Maybe you should break up. But in our friendships, same thing. Like, I don't know. I have a category for breaking up with friends. Is that terrible? <laughs> it's probably something more of us should think about. Yeah. No, that's good. So before we go, I just want to say last week we had a couple people reach out with some personal questions on navigating parenting through with these like faith trials. And it was awesome. We love that you guys watch. We love that you comment below. And we want to hear more questions from you. But don't be afraid to reach out privately, too. You can reach us email, Facebook, our app. But... Don't be afraid to reach out. We love engaging with you guys. Awesome. Have a great week. Awkward. <laughs>